against this right back, Charlie. People deluded, I'm back again. Come on, Ian. <laughs>
yeah, it's probably a more global thing. Rogers can't say his stock's higher. Madison could say he's doing his thing, to be honest. Vardy, indeed, he's making mistakes. You know, the defence. No one in that Leicester team can say they're doing anything really and truly. Graham, I hope you're doing well and safe. Shout out to Scottish. Cronkay wants to acquire clubs, as he should, man. You know, let me see what that is. Again, football manager settings. I've been saying we'll circle back over it, but I've been saying we need a dynasty. We need a club in Holland, all over South America, everywhere. And you did see early on in pre-season, Eddie was building up relationships with Sao Paulo and, you know, Feyenoord and all of these sort of things. Maybe that's because, obviously, maybe Edu's been told to put the feeler out. But, yeah, if we can get around work permits, if we can find loan clubs for our players, if we can share expertise and knowledge, you know, if we can increase our global footprint in terms of money we're making and have clubs in all corners of the world, I don't think we're... I think Chelsea are going to get close to what City are doing. I don't think we're going to quite do the, 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 the City thing where they got a team in, in Italy, France, Australia, America, etc. And also, you know... You could start putting coaches out there and things. So there's many reasons as to why we need to do that really and truly. But for me, the main ones would be work permits, trying to find players of tomorrow ultimately and things like that. So hopefully we can do a thing really and truly. And again, I did see the initial reports, but love for that low pro because you've actually been able to bust, man. Where is it? Let me make sure that matches next to the other one. Yeah, it's there, it's there. Apparently, Liverpool on that as well, man. One love. Shout out to you lot for making sure we stay up to date with any emerging things. Why not, DG? What do you mean? We need an Arsenal group. But again, it's going to take money, bro. Again, foot buying football clubs are not cheap and it might not be like Arsenal way technically did, but technically didn't put his own money in. It's going to be a lot and it would further tell you that Kronke is here to stay, rightly or wrongly, whether, whether you like it or not. Why Chelsea can do it and not us? I didn't say we can't do it. I just uh, Fitz said I think Chelsea are more likely to mimic what City are doing. I don't. I think we won't have clubs in every. Like you see, you go through the whole City group. They've got a lot of teams. I think we won't have that many teams. You know, I think we might it, probably two to three. I don't think we're going to do it like that really because I, you know, you look at what Todd Burry wants to do. You look at what the owners of City want to do. I'm not saying Kronke isn't ambitious, but I don't think his purse strings are going to stretch that further. But if we can, why not? Obviously, it wasn't an official partnership per se, but, you know, we had the little link in Belgium and that served us right when Abue came. Obviously, better yet, Colo Torre. We didn't quite get Yaya, but why not? For me, the main thing would be getting around work permits for emerging talents. That's what gives the Dynamo Zagrebs, the teams in Holland, the teams in Portugal, Shakhtar the next, when they're especially around the South American players, because obviously in today's day and age, they're all getting acquired, but not everyone that's emerging from South America in particular is going to just get bought by City and Barca and all of these things. Some people are going to go to Shakhtar, like you see with William, Fernandinho, Fred, etc. you know, learn their tricks and trades of the game. And then, you know, that's almost an intermediate step. And then keep it moving. I'm 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 all for it. I'm all for it because it increases our global footprint. It shows that we're trying to be somewhat competitive with our rivals. Again, there's knowledge that could be shared, scouting, uh, potential staff. Who's to say there's not a lit scout? Let's just say we bought ABC United in Scott in Portugal. Who's to say he couldn't actually move over to Arsenal? So yeah, it makes sense, and it further confirms the long-term thing. And again, if we're trying to be this club that gets emerging talents and do this youth thing, then we need to do stuff like that because we're already playing a somewhat loser's game in that regard. So I'm all for it. Smash the like button, people. Get your opinions in because that's what makes the show. But yeah, man, why not? Let's make a timestamp as well. Let's just change that to Kronke, really. 
Sorry, folks, timestamp FC and whatnot. To get all your DG merch, Nightbot, well in. To stay up to date with DG when he goes live, follow him on Twitter. Come on, come on, come on. Hey, DG, it's a shame we didn't sign Enzo Fernandez. Is that the one that went Benfica? He looks like he looks all right, isn't it? Again, forgive me if I'm wrong. We looked at him when he was at River Plate. Shame we never followed through on these signings. And signings can fall through for a number of reasons. Sometimes it could be people not doing their job. Sometimes the player might not. Work permit laws couldn't, you know, couldn't be there. Like you see with Valverde when we tried to get him, verbal agreements don't really hold much. When Real Madrid come in, it is what it is. Pardon me. Pardon me. We need an Arsenal group. Still baffled how we haven't done that. Why not? I mean, we, you could say we have an unofficial one. You know, you've got Colorado Rapids and all of that, but I'm forcing it. So, yeah, hopefully, man. Good morning, DG and DG Nation. Do you think, I think you mean, Conte will play Basuma and Hoiberg in midfield and try to overpower Arsenal? I think Bentacor will play and I think Hoiberg will play, but I don't know, man, if... You know, it seems like Basuma, is, he, he's taking his... He, you know, Con, Conte, sorry, is taking his time to really... Uh, embed him into Arsenal and obviously I can't anything can happen but I can't see him changing that in the game you know Bentacle gives him certain assurances clearly Hoiberg does as well really uh, you know but then again Basuma does like playing at the Emirates we all see the meme back when Monreal was playing and he was obviously in Basuma's case at Brighton so it could be something it could be something and the midfield battle is going to be key this is why I, I want Tini to play but I'm not against Zinchenko playing Obviously, defensively, he's not as good as Tini, but he's going to go into midfield and make it congested to go with Odegaard, to go with Jesus on occasion, dropping deep. The midfield battle is killed. Key, sorry. The midfield battle is the nucleus of Spurs. They play three at the back. You know, we all know they're a street smart team. They're a very good team on the counter attack. You know, so again, they can't, they struggle to break down low blocks. So let's take heed of this. You know, they have experience on us. Hopefully, the crowd of the Emirates is up for it and hopefully we win our individual battles. But it is something. Really and truly. I just hope Arsenal have their first choice uh, pivot to select from my guy, if I'm completely honest with you. But we shall have to see. It'd be interesting. I would, If I was going to, I'd go with Bentacle because he gives you certain assurances, knows how to make the ball tick, got that Uruguayan fired South American passion. Hoiberg, I don't really think he's amazing, but I think they've been getting a tune out of him. And maybe Conte says, you know what, worst comes to worst, Hoiberg might give me a five or six out of ten. For argument's sake, Basuma might be 25 out of ten, but he's not really in the starting lineup. Out the new signings, you'd probably see Perisic and Richarlison, if I'm honest. If I'm them, I play Richarlison. But then again, I would also play Kulisevsky because he's a baller. And obviously, Son and Kane are a shooting for obvious reasons. You know, between the two of them, they're going to start diving and one's going to get a penalty. We know how this script goes, really. Big boost, we have Partey and Saliba instead of El Nene and Holding. Bit harsh because El Nene could be used in the squad right now. You know, I hear you, though. Subscribe with Amazon Prime for free to support the channel. Very appreciative. If you're on Twitch, make sure you're doing up that. DG, real quick, a midfield pivot of Rice and Bellingham or Nevers and Telemans, what are you picking? You see, I'm inclined to say Nevers and, and Telemans, but you said Bellingham in it, and I'm a big fan of Duke Bellingham, so I'll, I'll I'll have to pick Bellingham. But yeah, man, what about Bellingham and Nevers, or am I acting? Because you said Bellingham, Declan Rice and Bellingham in it, but I, I do like Nevers and I do like Telemans. It's not as glamorous, but it'd probably be a lot cheaper than Bellingham and Rice, you know, unless you're probably looking at something bad. West Ham always asking for bad fees for, for Rice. Bellingham's not going for less than 100 million. Tushimani, you know, was at Bordeaux and Monaco and got caps by France, I believe, when he was at Monaco. But he barely did anything in the game, went for 100 million. Jude Bellingham, I'm not saying he's a world beater and things. He could do a he could he could do a he could do a lot a lot more in the game. But he's been playing for for for, for Dortmund for a, a hot minute now. He plays for England. 
if I'm Dortmund, I'm saying 100 plus million and apparently Madrid are onto him. So it is what it is. Hi, DG. Let's say you're in a position to sign two players in Jan. Who would you sign? It's difficult because there's many variables around it, but I would try and get Douglas Luiz, you know. I would try and get that, I would try and get that done. I can't lie to you. I would try, I would really try and get that done because I just feel he could be a cheap number six, he can get better, you know, he can be re reutilized as a squad player. He's an upgrade on El Nene, respectfully to El Nene, slightly different. Um, so yeah, I would like to get Douglas Luiz in, you know. If this club really have scouted Danilo, why not? I would like Fufana, the midfielder who just made, recently played for France. But these sort of guys, we're not going for them, really. Bellingham is wavy. Going to Real Madrid is going to be brazy. It, bro, Tushimani, Valverde, Camavinga, Jude Bellingham, Vinicius, Rodrigo. There'll be a next on that gets thrown into that. I'm probably missing out one. Real Madrid are taking the piss, pardon my language, like... It's scary, and you know what? Obviously, Barcelona is peak. Obviously, you got Pedri, Fatty, and them guys there. But boy, and I, I've said it before. I think people sleep on Valverde. Everybody knows he's good, but I think people sleep on his technical ability. Obviously, he's gonna be a ball-winning midfielder, but I think he could be Madrid captain one day as well. I really fuck with Valverde, man. Really, and it's a shame that Arsenal couldn't get him, man. Not to pit them against each other, but whose ceiling do you think is higher, Saka or Martinelli's? One thing I've always liked about Saka from watching him at 15, 16 years of age, you can see he's talented, he's strong, deceivingly strong. You know, he's a lot taller than he looks. He's a lot taller in real life than he may look on the TV. Um, and when you see his Instagram post where his mum's cooking, you know, he's eating that strong Nigerian food. He needs to be giving that to Smith Rowe and all them and there as well. Shout out the Nigerians. But I think Saka's got that element to surprise. I'm not saying he's, you know, I'm not here to hype guys up, but I just think he always surprises you. You know, you you know he's good, but he, every level he goes up, he's this. He's, I think his potential is a bit deceiving because he's not necessarily the most glamorous on the ball like in modern day. He's not going to be, uh, you know, a thousand stepovers. He's a real right wing 1v1 demon. You saw it when he came off the bench, not like certain youths that are trying to do the Jaden Sancho thing going on loan. It's all entertainment. My guy's B is in here. I'm just trying to rattle him. But, um, I think Saka's potential is deceiving. I think Martinelli's mentality is something else. I think he's a bit scrappy, but I just think he's hungry and obviously Brazilian bias. I'll, by the end of the stream, I'll probably say Saka, but I'm going to lean towards Martinelli. It's a good question to have. Yeah, Louise is a bit more aggressive with a good technical level. And that's what you've got to do. Obviously, Liverpool's not the best of example. They did go and buy Alisson and Van Dijk and all of these things, but they grabbed a Henderson who looked rubbed at Sunderland and got a tune out of him. They got Robertson from Hull, you know, Trent come through the academy and, that you know, they got Salah, which wasn't seen as a sexy signing at the time. Marnie, the same Sunderland. When you grab a couple of these, you will have to buy more ready-made talents, but you get a couple of these, the squad is stronger, really and truly. I don't really want Douglas Louise, Telemans, and our all the three we've been linked with in the last 24 to 48 hours, two of the three would be good. I'd be cool with just one. I would like if you could get, you know, Douglas Louise and then go for a big, big boy midfielder. Obviously, I wanted Fabian Louise. We couldn't do that in the summer. We're not going to get Milinkovic, Savic, really and truly. The midfielders, I haven't got no names what the calibre of midfielder. I don't know if we can attain with Champions League, let alone without it, or if we're going to go for it. But I think we need a game. Big up Granite Xhaka. I think he can be used in the squad, but we need to find a long-term replacement for him, for one. And I just feel if we could upgrade on him, the midfield could get tra transformed. Like Obviously, I would love someone with, I know he plays for Chelsea, but the skill set of Kovacic. I think that's what Arsenal need. Can carry a ball, 
wants the ball in tight areas, can dictate the tempo of a game and things like that. Don't get it twisted. I do think Fabio Vieira, Zinchenko, Smithrow, and right now, if I had to do it with someone, Odegaard, I think they can all play other roles. But I think a couple of those names I said, if not all, could be groomed, especially Martin Odegaard. He's got the number on his back of his shirt to play in that number eight role for us, if I'm true, if I'm honest with you, man. The Prem Proven thing, I hear you, but it's kind of dead. Carl William was Prem Proven, isn't it? But you're right. I, you know, for me, he's 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 in the right age bracket of 20s. He's Brazilian. Arteta's worked with him. You know, Premier, Premier League proven experience. The last couple of times he played against us, he's done quite well. There's an element of resale value. You know, allegedly Aston Villa wanted 40 million on deadline day for a player with a year left on his deal. We bid it 25, so I'm not too sure, but he might be discounted. We, you know, mate, we, we, you know, Douglas Louise could indirectly agree to join us in the summer in January, or he could come out and say he's got agreement with a foreign club. If I'm Aston Villa, I don't know how much they paid for him, and I think City have a resale value. But I'd rather sell him abroad. I'd rather sell him. Obviously, I'd rather get more money, whether that's from a team in England or elsewhere. But I'd, if I could sell him abroad, he's not really impacting us. It is what it is, really. For Arsenal, just make sure you've got other targets. Because, all right, go for Telemans, go for Douglas Luiz, go for Danilo. I hear that, you know, go for Pedro Neto and Rafinha and all of these guys. I like the intention. I like the invention. I like the tenacity to get these players. But if you do, you, have we signed them? And if you don't sign them, cool, it is what it is. Where's the ex other guys? Because in in January of last year, you know, not saying Aubameyang going or staying was the worst thing, but he's left. There's no striker. If we're struggling for goals, you can't go get warmed up, save wages. You can't go. We tried to get Douglas Luiz, get warmed up. If there's injuries like you're seeing in the middle of the park, Busquets on a one-year deal. It's a no from me, bro. Big up Busquets, but it's a myth, really. We need long-term. What's the point? And he's got an MLS and that. If you could get Douglas Luiz for 15 million or less, then I think we should get the deal done in Jan. That's a sick answer. Thanks. Appreciate that, man. But yeah, Douglas Luiz, like, he can do a lot worse, man. He can score from corners. <laughs> Hi, DG. Martinelli has the fastest pro progression out of any of our squad players. Ah, for Kyle Saka, for me, if I'm completely honest with you, but he's definitely up there. His value was 7 million three years ago. He must be at least 50 million right now. Plus, he's learned to speak English. I'm not going to praise you for learning to speak a language in a country you're learning. You know, if I was, if I, I don't know, if I went and lived in Spain and I go and learn Spanish, I shouldn't be praised for that. That's a life skill, let alone a football one. But it does help, man. Really and truly. I mean, I don't think Telemans is that lazy, people, you know, because when you look at his metrics, he gets about. Gundo was apparently moving in the summer, but never happened. He'd be sick at Arsenal. I mean, Gundogan would be lit for a year or two, you know, with the experience he could give to the midfielders. But it's a myth for the wages. And to be honest with you, if I'm Gundogan, maybe you want a new challenge, but you've been at City where when you think of Man City, you think of winning and challenging. Do you really want to waste your few years at Arsenal where we're developing players? Because in two years and that, if you're Odegaard, if you're Jesus, if you're half of these players, that's good. You're in your mid, some might be late 20s, but you're in your mid to early 20s for him. His career is kind of winding down, man. No, I didn't bang Jim early morning today. Appreciate that. Anyways, we might have to pay over the odds, but we got to learn from last year. To be honest, you have to pay over the odds for these players, man. You know, I don't think City wanted to spend 100 million on Grealish. I don't think at the time they wanted to spend what they spent on Kevin De Bruyne. I don't think they wanted to, if they could, 85 million Harlan. Some of these are deals. Sometimes it comes with the territory and you have to pay what you want. But, you know, in business, everybody wants to pay less. I don't think Liverpool wanted to spend whatever they spent on Alisson and Van Dijk, but it comes with the territory. Good players are wanted. Good big, good players, teams don't want to sell them. You have to make them offers that can't be refused. And when you see certain talents linked with Arsenal, just throwing out some from the summer, Pedro Neto, Rafinha, these sort of guys, you know, you have to eat Mudrick now. 
You have to put the whether if you think he's worth it or not, that's another story. But these names, you put the bread down or you don't get the players. You know, if you don't want to put the bread down, go and find other targets. Simple as that, really and truly, for me. Man, you love Arsenal. Of course. 40 teammates. Smash the likes and subscribe. Less than 100 away from 50k. Join the nation. We're almost there, man. We're flirting with it, man. We're not there yet, but we're working. We're working and we're working, mate. Appreciate you lot on the journey, man. But of course, I love Arsenal, mate. Suchek, you're trolling at this moment in time, man. For what? I've never seen a player more gassed up. That's dead, man. Gundo was very injury prone to begin with as well. When we when players we bring in suddenly get injury issues, we can't be signing question marks with fitness. I mean, players that never have injury issues like Party, they seem to not be able to stay fit. So I don't know, man. He's a warrior and he bags. Yeah, I mean, good stuff, man. Cool story, bro. Fuck that though. <laughs> that's a myth. Figuero, a big up you for that. But he's a bagsman. He missed the penalty last night. I'm being harsh. Since you said he's a bagsman, how many goals has he got from midfield? Twenty-one goals in hundred and fifteen for West Ham. Nineteen goals in ninety-three. I wouldn't exactly call that a bagsman. Good player, but yeah, man. Nine goals for his country. Wouldn't call that a bagsman. You can be a warrior. I'm not going to praise you for having fact. We need warriors, but, you know, you're from Czech Republic. Them and they are always on that. You know, rightly so. Xhaka's a warrior. Don't mean he's the B.O. and then do. Need a bit more than that. Yeah, then if it's not this season, it's irrelevant then, like. I don't think Suchek improves immediately the Arsenal starting eleven. So, again, you can get squad players, bring people in for the squad. But for his role, being a dynamic midfielder, which is probably more aligned to Xhaka historically, regardless of how Xhaka's playing, you're not going to improve us. What's the point? You could be a decent player, but no. And not only that, West Ham are going to try to cost an arm and a leg for him. No from me, though. Hi, DG. I think we'll get one signing in Jan. Louise for sure. Saka now has competition with Reese and Marquinhos. Yeah. Not really, man. Rodri Partey, 100%. Different slight roles, but 100%. 100% Rodri better than him. I used to think De Jong would be the perfect replacement for Xhaka. Who would you call the perfect? I mean, he would, but again, that's a dream. It's a mad, mad dream. Mad dream. Shout out G1 in the cup. Everyone saw that one Telemans clip and now label him as lazy. Is Douglas Louise really a six? I mean, again, I don't know who's better or of the same level as party, but you got to pay that. And he can play as a six. He can play as an eight. You know, if you remember the game last season, I think, which I have a last season, the season before, where Lacazette missed a penalty. If you remember, he was playing as the six. Lacazette had a man-marking job on him. We was winning. They changed up the game. He went further forward and he played a key part into Ramsey, another midfielder I'd like at Villa long-term, and I'm sure he'll have a lot of admirers. He bagged. You know, just you don't necessarily even need to be a six. You just need to be switched on defensively. I do think Arsenal fans are very rigid in their thinking, especially when they, you know, when they have the, the, the sample size of games. You just need to be switched on. There's been times Partey's been playing as a six. There's been times he's been playing more box-to-box -box and he's almost mimicking the same roles. I do think people overcomplicate things and get too... Stuck up on them actual things there. Douglas Louise is pretty good. He's got experience, but he's also young. He'd be the perfect player for us. Telemans and Louise, and we are good. I do think it, it, it wouldn't be underwhelming, but it would. I'd be happy, but I'd also be underwhelming as well. I'd, I'd be happy, but I'd also be underwhelmed as well. 
you need that throwback like can be at Leicester. Hector, you're just trolling at this moment, man. Arsenal do this enough. Hype up next man bids and whatever just to lose them to a next club. We saw what happened with Paqueta. A bit harsh because the club didn't bid for Paqueta. We had an admiration for him. We spoke with his advisors, but we didn't bid. And when we signed Fabian Ruiz, Fabian Ruiz Fabio Vieira to go with Zinchenko and Smithrow and Odegaard, I think, you know, everybody could see that that was never happening. Get Telemans in this team, you'll see how cold he is. Yeah, man, he's Hector's trolling, man. The level of Suchek's voice is not... Sorry, the level of Suchek is not very high in Conte's voice. Suchek, I can't believe it, bro. Can't believe it. Match of the day hype. Where's your comment? I'm taking a chance on Majir and Jan. He looks decent, you know. And if our scouts have if our scouts have done their due diligence and scouted the player, then and they know how good he is now, what his weaknesses are, and what he could be in the future, I'm having that. Simple as really. Shout out you like elite content, man. Kante's available. Tell Uncle getting the barbers, man. It's a myth, man. He needs to, you know, think about a new vocation. That's a myth for us. He's gonna want big money. You know, he can't stay fit in the last two years. Arsenal tax is going to be injured a hell of a lot. You know, if I'm Kante, I'm trying to get a decent year on this deal. In theory, yeah, why not? Yeah, I did see that. Shout out to Messi. You know, I'll take that 3-0 defeat to Argentina. We'll take that. I hear it, but boy, we are starving. I'd snap both your arms off for Telemans and Luis. Same. DG, thoughts on Smith Rowe? When will you become worried about his injuries and availability? I don't know when, you know, because it's Smithrow FC, in it, really? But, you know, you've got to stay fit, in it? So let's just hope, man. I'd like to think positive. <coughs> He'll get through it. You know, when he's available, he's a problem, you know. Players are 10, play off the left. It's Smithrow FC, man. He's our number 10. He signed a new deal. A career is never just like that. He's going to have to get through it, man. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's growing pains. I don't know if it's whatever, in it? Having to play multiple times a week. Even when he was fit, I remember Mikel Arteta, like, that... First season he bust. I remember Mikel Arteta kept speaking about, you know, recovery for him and Saka. Recovery and the knocks and how their bodies are getting to, to grips with playing quite frequently. Like, if we're in the Champions League, you could be in a position where you're playing on Saturday or Sunday and then the Tuesday slash Wednesday, you know, two games a week, three games in 10 days. Smithrow hasn't even started cooking this season, man. We are blessed with players. We're getting blessed. We're getting blessed. We're blessed in the in the final third of the pitch, in my opinion. We're central midfield and maybe even potentially defence if there's a couple of injuries and probably in goal, we might get in trouble, man. Yeah, I heard it's growing pains. They can be they can be bad, especially around the ground. Then there's really nothing you can do but hold on, man. You could risk trying to revive Donny. No, 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 no. No, the man they are soft. Good player, but he's soft. We don't need no more soft youths. No, you know, you got your Dutch brother, Ten Hag. I don't want to write you off, but why are you not playing there? You played under Frankie Lampard. Why are you not playing there? Why weren't you playing for your soft? We got soft youths already. Did you not see at Old Trafford? We need tugs now, man. Good technical place player. I'll take him on that premise, but you're not helping us. You're not the eight that I want to see. You're not, the, you're not, you know, you're definitely not the six. Forget all of that, man. Should Ben White be starting over Gabriel at centre-back? It's good problems to have, but for me, no. Gabriel and Saliba are good where they are. And he's Hector, Hector's trolling, man. We're not blessed at all, to be honest. I think we're blessed in the final third to a slight degree, but even the word blessed is a stretch. But it's definitely based on what it has been. But it does scare me that, you know, there's more games this week, I mean, this season, and there's almost less players available. What dog is that? That must be some wet shit star dog, bro. That's dead. Man, them told you it's flavours and it's some dead. What, what dog is that? I don't even... You know I like Donny, but come on now. like, Come on, man. What dog is that? He's soft, man. 
his staff, bro. Maybe if he had Scott McTominay's, if he had his ability and Scott McTominay's mentality just to start moving mad, then maybe I'd entertain it. But Van der Beek just looks like he don't believe in himself, man. You know, I all forgot he was part of the furniture at United. Big him up, but myth, man. Myth. And play ball and that, Dutch and that. I'm having that on that premise, but myth, man. How is Smith Rowe still going at 22? I'll have to go back to biology class. I'm just going with you lot say. I don't know about that. Gabby is my guy, but he makes me worried the most. Yeah, he's got the bozo gene and he needs to get that out of him, but he's Brazilian, so he's good, man. DG, I did a Matt Turner watch during this international break. He's a very decent shot stopper at at his fit. Is questionable at times. What? I don't know what that is, but yeah, man. Anytime I've watched him in preseason in the Europa League, he looks like he's a good distributor of the ball. Fairly okay shot stopper, but I'm not convinced. I want to be proven wrong, you know, as I always do, but I'm not really convinced in Matt Turner. At 22, your bone structure can still be consolidating itself. Steven Gerrard had similar issues. And again, I'm no doctor, but some people might be 22, but biologically, their body might still be that of a 19-year-old. So I don't know, in it? All I'd say is I hope Smith Rowe is able to stay fit and do his thing, man. I don't want it to rub your stuff. New baby tax. Crazy. Henderson. I mean, to be honest, we've got hardly anyone to choose from. So on that boy basis, yeah, but nah, man, nah. for what? The documentaries would be wavy and that, but it's a no. Again, it's a no from me, man. Don't forget, people, Arsenal ladies, watch along after this, people. So, yeah, man. We need someone better than party, someone who can make party backup. That's if we want to compete. We have the money. Who and where? And if you're going to put the money down. If you're not going to do any of that, and you you know, Partey's turning 30, as is as Xhaka recently, they're not over yet, but you need to start finding the long-term replacements, you know, whether you like Xhaka or not, he's one of the first names on the team sheet, he plays every week, you know, tactically the team kind of throws, flows through him when he was playing as a deep-line playmaker and presently as an eight. Don't wait, you know, until he's on his last legs to want to upgrade on that. Because on the best of days, he can be a rotation option, can still keep playing if we don't bring anyone in. Have no, you know, I like Jacko, but I don't think he's of that of that level. You know, again, he's contracted until 2024 with an option of another year. You know, he's from Switzerland of, um, you know, he's what's to say he wants to stay at Arsenal his whole life. I'm sure he's got, you know, he's got the gaffer support, the, the gaffer protected him. Majority of fans have drawn a line under what's happened. Pardon me, he's got a family clearly comfortable in London and that, but he's a footballer and he didn't grow up through our academy. He wasn't born in Finsbury Park or Gillespie Road. What if Jose Mourinho is able to chat to him for Roma again or if he wants another adventure, then you're in issues. Let's Arsenal need to start finding these replacements before they become before they become a thing. I know there's talk about Lokonga playing as an eight lol, and you know you've got a couple of players you can do things with, but is what it is. Lavi has been decent, man. Part age football age or real age? DG, do you think? I, I don't know what you're saying there. Bellingham would be a perfect jacker, of course. But again, if well, even if Arsenal could 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 rustle together 100 million for Bellingham, you know, he's still not probably going to get him. But you need at least 100 million in Champions League football to be in the room, really. He's already done this 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 projecting at Dortmund. It's now time to join one of the big boys, in which, unfortunately, we're not. You just have to hold that. People smash the like button, wipe your feet before you come in and smash and smash the, the like button. I think I can't see what he's saying there. It's freezing. He would be, but yeah, man. If Arsenal in are in top three by Jan, they should target Bellingham. 
trust. So yeah, man, big up you lot, man. Keep the thoughts coming, people. Keep the thoughts. Just want to make sure I didn't miss anything. Three days until the North London derby. Come on, man. Starting to get a bit worried still, but it's calm. It's calm, it's calm, it's calm, it's calm, it's calm. 55 likes. Can we get to 100 before the end of the stream? One love in advance, folks. And Guisa at Napoli. He's decent at Napoli, but, you know, over these sides. I, know, I swear he's at Villarreal for a sec. Decent over them sides. What were you doing in the Prem? I like Rayner, not that we need him, but I like him. Is he the truth, though? Car? You know, you and Makoko, I like Makoko, but it's taking a bit long, really. You know, Rayner, you was on the scene for a hot sec. What's going on? Like, are you the truth? You look decent, but yeah, man. DG, finish second or win Europa League and finish sixth? Well, I mean, you know what? If you, When you look back in life and stuff, you're not going to remember I finished sixth. You're just going to remember you won the Europa League. So I'm inclined to say that on the premise of trophies, but I don't want to finish sixth, really. If I'm honest, should we really revisit Calcedo at Brighton? Yeah, but again, with every good performance, he's going up in price. And Chelsea got his ex, his ex homie Potter. They might be in for him. United were chasing him from his days at Ecuador. You see Antonio Valencia kind of gas up his countrymen every now and again. Liverpool have been linked again, as we're kind as we was kind of referring to. You know, when these guys are lit and they've got potential and everyone likes them, you got to put up the piece. So you lot are saying second. As a backup striker, we should get Sesco. Scored a good finish the other day, but isn't he going Leipzig? Or whatever the parent club is. So that one there is a myth already. Now, you ain't, if you ain't got 50-odd million, you know they're going to sell him to the highest bidder and things. It's, it's, it's gone now. Feel it for all my fellow football manager heads because that's another one. The kid, we're not going to be in football manager 2023. We can't get Adinyemi. We can't get him. We can't get Kaki. We can't get so many players this peak. Absolutely, Pete. Missing out certain comments, man. Where's it going? Lavia does look good, but he's very raw and just signed. True. Where's these comments, bro? DG is literally part of the furniture, he's part of the bench. No clue who you're referring to, but I'll take your word for it, man. Fabrizio Romano said, we've heard a lot about Jude Bellingham and now Enzo Fernandez is making the headlines. Honestly, I think Liverpool will be linked with 20 to 30 midfielders in the next month. Of course, because they need one and have needed one for years. Arsenal hopeful Partey, Tommy Asi, Zinchenko will be fit for the North London derby. Amen. Trophy over second place, which is also put man, which also put man in the Champions League. Do you think Arteta talked to the international coaches regarding Tierney, Tommy Asi and Partey not to overplay them? Of course, not just him, everyone, you know. Of course you want to be in dialogue. I thought Edu was looking at Danilo from Palmeiras in January as, as the party replacement. I don't know what he's at, man. Arsenal already playing games around fitness. Let the mind games begin. Spurs are doing it as well. And as they both clubs should, really. You know, it's probably impossible to keep anything a secret. But as I said yesterday, if I'm Arsenal, I try and make, I'll try and make out it's all doom and gloom. You know, get the fans in a frenzy. You know, obviously... Sit there and say, Odegaard's not going to be fit. Tierney's not going to be fit. Partey's not going to be fit. Arteta should genuinely lie and say, Ben, why ain't playing? Then Saturday comes, these men are playing. <laughs> Don't believe Eddie Guerrero lifestyle. DG, would you still take off? Or he's at Liverpool now, man. Cater can run. I'll take him here. Another injury-prone player, myth. Yeah, Milner, Cater, Oxlade are free next season. Pick your midfielder, Andrew. Yeah, it's cool, man. DG, we've been targeting the wrong Leicester player, Madison. 
EPL history has conceded more goals at this point. Side note, Leicester is peak. And you know what? As I said earlier, Madison is probably the only one that you could say is performing. I don't think we'll go for Madison. He can play as eight, can play as a 10, can play off the wide areas. Lovely mentality. Lovely set-piece technician, but again, you know, he'll probably be the cheapest he could be because he'd be, he's contracted until 2024. So, January, they probably don't sell him, but Newcastle are, are on to him. Between January and summer of next year, they've got to sell him and they're not going to get whatever. There's going to be a, a healthy profit and a degree of English tax, but they're not nowhere near going to be in a position to demand what they could have, man. If Newcastle can get a point at City, why can't we? It's a mentality issue. Yeah, it's true. But can we just deal with Liverpool and before that Spurs before we need that? Cater can be a nice squad rotator. He's a decent player, but you can't stay fit. And he's a completely different player from El Nene, really. You know, Cater's a decent player, but you're not of the level of an eight I want to see. You're not necessarily best defensively. You're injury prone. You're going to want decent wages. Good player, decent player, but not really as good as I thought he'd kick on to be when you could see him over there in either Austria or Germany, wherever he was before Liverpool. Nah. By default, he could get in the team, but nah. Nah, man. Like, Naby KO. Again, like, party couldn't, you know, couldn't not miss a game for Atletico. The man can't really stay fit. Naby KO at 27 as well, same age as myself. There's just too many question marks. It's not about ability. Ability's got it, but all the other variables, it's a myth. This is someone that, when did you join Liverpool? When did you join Liverpool? Nabi Keo. When did you join Liverpool? You joined Liverpool in 2018. So that's 18, 19, 21, 18. Sorry, my mouth is poor. 18, 19, 20. 21 and now 22, that's about four or five years. And you've only played 76 times in the league. So, yeah, it's not really... Can't If you can't bet on players, it doesn't matter how good they are. And there's a lot of that already at our club. For context, Thomas Partey, who's also a sick note as well, unfortunately, he's played 63 times since signing for Arsenal. So, it's a, it's a no for me, dog. Like, it's, a no for, it's a no for me, bruh. I can't, nah, man, nah, man. Exactly, we're complaining about party, about what Kato. Crazy. Wood Prowse would be decent, but again, English tax. Man's injury record might be worse than the Arby's, you little harsh. Get rid of El Nene. I'd be up open to getting rid of El Nene, but if he was to hang around like a spare part, then I'm not necessarily against it. I don't like it. You know, I'd rather just have four or five midfielders that we can bet on. But if he just hangs around like a spare part and there's injuries and you play 10 games a season, that's cool. But again, should be moved on, really. The midfield is where all the question marks are around. You know, the experienced players are where all the question marks are around. Xhaka is decent, but is he good enough to do what we're doing? Party, can you bet on his fitness? You know, El Nene, is he good enough? You have the answer. Cedric, is he good enough? You definitely have the answer. Historically, Pablo Marie, Aubameyang, towards the end of his career at Arsenal, owes all the same. Well, we all knew William wasn't going to bang. He, he tried to he tried to fraud up the place after his assist against Fulham. We need to have more confirmation over the experienced players. And we need to, in, in short, look to revamp that midfield, whether that's converting certain players already at the club into eights or go out and finding these eights and sixes. For me, anyways. I remember watching. I remember watching Cater at the Emirates a couple of years ago. I thought he was the truth. Bundesliga. Nah, he's a lit player. He's a. He's got ability, but if you can't stay fit, you're not going to be able to get that rhythm, and you're not going to be able to show whatever you're doing. Like I said, part A, full his ability has played 52 times in the league. That's unacceptable. You know, Cater, who's there before him, has played 70 odd times in the league. That's unacceptable. 
Well, seven, yeah, 70 odd times in it. Let's go back as well, just to make sure I made that crystal clear. Courtesy of transfer mark party. We're, we're not talking about you for a sec. Yeah, 76 times in the league, 117 appearances for Liverpool in general. It's a no from me. In, indeed, his stocks dropped. There's got to be a player. He's not a bad player, but I've always thought he's overrated. You know, I've always thought uh, indeed he's overrated. Not focused off the ball enough. Prone to errors. Not really that good in terms of progression. Yeah, he can. He can. You know, he's got. A, he's got an engine. I'm not going to praise a midfielder for having engines, but yeah, man. And then they will come in handy in the second half of the season, like always. I hear that, but in an ideal world, the club should just have better. You know. If you could get two eights and a six to go with part A and Jacka, then fair enough. You know, things could be so sorted as well with fixing certain things internally. You know, and to be honest, El Nene, we hope he's back in Jan, but you don't know how his rehab is going to how, how is how his rehab's going to go. Sell part a and get a midfielder, you're not gonna make your bread back for party. So what are you really gonna do? And clubs already playing hardball over their centre mids. We showed an inability at this moment in time to bring in a centre mid. It doesn't really make sense what we're saying. We're not thinking. Bit worried Eddie hasn't scored in the Premier. In general, when your strikers aren't scoring, you're going to be worried. But how much real real minutes has he been playing, really? What starts has he got? You see, Eddie and Ketty, your, your, your first couple Prem starts are going to arrive very soon, if I'm honest with you, because, you know, we all know Gabriel Jesus, unfortunately, is going to, you know, is going to have to ride a, a one-game suspension. So you're going to get you're going to get a start at some point. You know, I think he gets booked against Spurs just because I'm going to need you to make those tactical fouls, if I'm completely honest. So it all depends, man. But boy, Eddie and Ketty are 23 years of age. You played seven times in the league. What does that equate to? 88 minutes. Seven appearances, 88 minutes in this season. The most you've played in the in the league was against Fulham, where you should have bagged, but you you impacted. The most you got is 29 minutes. Other than that, you got seven against Palace, six against Leicester. I'm not criticizing it because bro, it's levels in this thing, but seven 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 minutes against Palace, six against Leicester, 16 against Bournemouth. Call it half an hour against Fulham, 29 minutes, two minutes against Villa, 16 against United. Uh, didn't get didn't feature against Everton because nobody played. Brentford, he got 12 minutes. So, yeah, and Eddie's still learning to score goals. You know, you look at his record of last season, it's not the best. If we be a bit serious and allow Eddie a bit, since he when he got his little starts in the season towards the end, he took his chances. But is that a turn of a new player now or in terms of goal scoring or is it just a purple patch? Only he can define that. He does look like a better player in terms of the general play. You found your role as a squad player. Are you good enough? I don't know. You're learning how to score goals because, again, he's still only 23 and it's difficult when you haven't necessarily had a majority of starting chances. But ten in the Premier League, 66 appearances, 10 goals, 2 assists. That's not necessarily someone I want to bet on if Jesus gets injured or suspended. But this is what we're doing Take your chances. And as I said, to be fair to him, you're still, he's learning, really. He's found the role for him being a squad player. But if I'm harsh, a couple of times he's come off the bench and should have bagged. And if I'm really harsh, as much as I like Eddie as part of the squad, even though I would like another striker, am I really, can we really place, praise people for working hard? It's ridiculous. Eddie will thrive in Europa. You do your thing. Big season for Eddie. Hey, is what it is. Apart from getting the bag Eddie is getting, which is obviously massive, do you think he would have stayed if he knew he'd be playing six minutes here and there? Maybe because if he wants to be part of the part of the team, maybe Arteta gassed him up and that. I don't know, really and truly. I did think Eddie would walk purely because 
it felt like you could go somewhere else where you might start and play significant minutes. And at the same time, I do like Eddie's mentality, whether you saw it in the all or nothing or anything. I don't think right now any... Obviously, players can be upset about not playing, rightly so, but you can't be upset beyond the obvious, you know. Your individual feelings come secondary to the collective. And I said at the start of the season, I don't care who's crying about not playing this, that and the other. All I care about is getting top four. That's the collective goal. Tommy Asu can't Tommy Asu starts every game of the week nine times out of ten for me. Ben White's been good. You're not playing. You know, Tini and Zinchenko, it all depends what you look want to do. You know, Eddie has to hold bench. You're not getting off the left ahead of Martinelli. You're not playing on the right ahead of Saka if you can play out wide. You're not playing ahead of Jesus. You just have to wait, man. You just have to calm down, man. Ben Takor or Saka, the better player, two very different footballers. At this moment in time, Romero's a more street smart defender than Saliba, but I'm not swapping Romero for Saliba. Saliba for Romero. I do like Romero, though, even though he plays for them, man. My sort of defender. Big up, DG. Good morning. Top four finish and Europa League or FA Cup. That'll be a good season. But let's continue to remain in the running until the end. Come on, Gunners. Gunners, better yet. Eddie got the bag. Have to rate it. Doing the same and getting paid higher. Why not? I hear it. What can you say, really and truly? You can't. You can't fault a man, really. Shout out the Twitch ones as well. You can't fault a man. But yeah, man. Is Partey fit for the weekend? I hope so. Partey has to play. He has... He just has to. Why on earth did Arsenal even let him go for that camp? Of what use is it? Is he to garner if he isn't fit for the World Cup? I don't know, man. I don't know. These are questions that Arteta is going to have to answer. What happens to Eddie if Balogun does well this season in France? Well, it all depends what we're doing with Balogun. It all depends. Obviously, you need to score goals. But how? what's your general play like? How experienced are you? You'd imagine Balogun comes back to some degree, has a conversation with Arteta, maybe he's involved in pre-season. It all depends. As you know, it's almost a poison chalice being a striker because you could have mad general play if you're not putting up the numbers. Strikers have to score goals. You could score goals, but people criticise your build-up play. It all depends what Ed, what Balogun comes back as, you know, really. And away from Arsenal, making it Arsenal, he's in the right stage of his development. He's built on the middles alone doing his thing at Reims. Admittedly, I wouldn't... I've seen development, but I don't... From what I've seen right now, you could probably... There is a role to be on the bench at this moment, but I don't think you're a dramatically better player. I still think you show a lot of naiveties, but saying that, you look a different... The, the, the Balogun at Reims to the Balogun at, at Middlesbrough early on, you look a better player. You wasn't scoring goals like that at Middlesbrough. You are. You know, in the bigger games in France, you look a bit better, which wasn't the case when I saw you against United, Spurs, Chelsea. There's definitely one more game when he was on loan at Middlesbrough. His general plays, making smarter runs, he's dropping deep, he's winning fouls, things you'd expect. So it all depends on what Arteta, Balogun's advisors, and, and obviously Balogun and everyone connected wants to do with him, really. Minutes are currency. If Arteta says, yo, you can you can be part of this squad, we're in the Champions League and these things, then there might be something. But Champions League is not Europa. It's not Europa. You know, if we rock up in the group stages and Matt Turner's in goal respectfully and you're playing all of these sort of man, it's a joke thing, you know, really. So, again, it might be worth going on loan to a Premier League team, staying at Reims, going somewhere else. Minutes are currency. If we can't offer Balogun 20 or so games, then there's really, for him, he's got to be selfish. And for Balogun, all I hope is that you put yourself in the shop window, either to show that you can come through the Hayland Academy. If not, not everyone can be part of this team. Move on, you know, so it all depends. But in, in relation to Eddie, then it might mean less games, clearly, you know, clearly. But Eddie might look a dramatically better player. Who knows, man? 
We've got what what one thing I do like is that they're both tied down in it, and it's difficult. You know, you got to remember just in terms of learning away from Arsenal top six and stuff. These look at the right stage of their development. They're in their early 20s. They're going to struggle. They're not going to be stars and things like that necessarily. It doesn't always happen like that. But and with what Arsenal need to do, you never really get time or any top six club, you never really get time. I would love for different skill sets, but I'd love for guys to carve a name out because if we had a little bro here as part of our squad like Chelsea, I think he'd do all right right now, you know, really. So if you can make a role for yourself, make a role for yourself. But it all depends what you're doing. It actually all depends. What I would say for Balogun, I... Once you get a taste of first team football, I wouldn't want to go back. You have to, you know, the competition gets there and we'll have to see really. As I said, the most important thing is we've got them both tied down on the contract, innit? So we're in a decent position at this moment in time to benefit. If they can make it here, make it. If you can't, sell for profit. Simple as that. Because if we're in the Champions League, you might need to buy another striker. That might not be a world beat or someone that's going to take Jesus's place, but someone that's going to give you more confirmation. You know, the first, as much as we're doing this youngster thing, no one cares about developing talents when when Arteta loses and that the collective. If we get in the Champions League, the goal has to be going as far as we can and staying in it and getting there next year. We already know when you've got young, experienced players make mistakes, but when you've got young players, you sign up for certain things. So we'll have to we'll we'll have to see. It's a good debate to have. Nothing should happen to Eddie. Two young strikers is promising for us and Jesus to experience. I, I hear that part. I'm not prepared to give up on Project Martinelli at a time through the middle. And if another striker's on the market that is of the right age and the right profile and better than these lot, then it's peak, really and truly. It is, it is what it is. And there's nothing wrong with that. Not everyone's going to bust through the academy and do Smith Rowe and Saka things. Some people are going to be here for a couple of years and should be sold on. Some people should be sold on instantly. Some people are going to be sold at the time. They're going to go away for a couple of years and we're going to say, how did they go away? This is the nature of football, not just related to Arsenal, but, you know, every damn team in the world, really, that's doing what we're doing or on par and, and things like that. Pepe in or out? I think Arteta's answered that question, man. Get Louise in Jan. I hear that. I think the question's already been answered with him, mate. If I'm completely honest. Pardon me. So yeah, away from that, let's start looking at some some of the current current affairs and whatnot, people. Uh, let's go 50-20. Latest news. Start with the athletic. Big up Art De Roche as well because I see you made a decent little article here with with Mikel Arteta. You know I'm here for the propaganda, which the athletic are probably guilty of doing a bit too much. But anyways. How Arsenal gained control of matches after Mikel Arteta asked his team for 300,000 passes. And he's also said 90 to 100 goals. I wouldn't say we've got control of matches. We've definitely got more control. There's definitely more experience. There's definitely more confidence on the ball in possession at home and away. But I wouldn't quite say it's where we need to be. We're on the right road. Let's keep going. And that is something that Mikel Arteta said he wanted from the start. And we're Arsenal Football Club. Definitely since Wenger took over and his long-term imprints like Halen, like some of his former personnel now holding positions at Arsenal, we should be a possession-based team. We're a far cry away from when we played the best football in Europe. No one can tell us that. Only at a time, Barca could chat stuff to us. Haters can talk nonsense, but we are a long way away from that now. I didn't like how we were controlling the game, he said, after the 3-2 win versus Watford in March. I don't. I don't either, because that game was a was a mazer. We were allowing spaces against the team who, if we kept allowing that, we were going to suffer. I knew that we had to put that right, and we did it for certain periods. Then in the last 25, we lost it again. That comes into game management. 
We have to show that maturity, understanding and capacity to control the game how we wanted to. At 3-1, after we had to make 300,000 passes in the opposition's half. And when they have the right moment to come at us, then we can attack them. We also need to be better on the transition defensively when moments like that happen. We didn't do that. The game was open and you had the feeling the game was open right into the end. That's true. But scrolling to the main part about his part point about these passes, obviously it was an exaggeration, but... Making a high number of passes in low areas of the pitch to draw the opposition onto them before speeding up the tempo with quick rotations and one-touch passes allowed Arsenal not just to keep Leicester at bay, but also to create openings. We know this. Late in the Leicester game, a 25-pass move in which Martin Odegaard played a crucial role with quick one-twos also led to another chance for Lacazette, which he didn't score. Nothing new there. I mean, we know this. We part, you know, he plays for me. He, play, he managed, he coached, sorry, under Pep Guardiola. Pep says we pass the tea, we we pass the ball to disrupt the opposition's shape. So that doesn't amaze me. That's nothing new. That's something that if you've got two eyes and you're watching Arsenal, you can see what it is in there, really and truly. So yeah. Anyways, this was also put into practice a week later at Aston Villa with Arsenal 1-0 up after 70 minutes. They started a 33-pass move in the middle third of the pitch, which led to Lacazette shooting. Only two of those passes were made in the Villa half. The light blue represents Aston Villa. And again, if I remember correctly, that was a very good teamwork goal last season against Southampton. And obviously, you saw it in present day against Brentford people. 24 pass move in the second minute, you know, allowed Martinelli to have an effort, but he didn't bag. And, you know, then there was a 14 pass move that led to Hazes' goal, which we did cover in the tactical review of the game. Then, obviously, you remember the composure from Saliba and Cole, you know, that led to Vieira's goal. Saka, Saliba's little turn as the last defender and the screamer from Fabio Vieira made the difference. So, again, long story short, away from all the jargon, Arsenal should be a pass and move team. You control, you defend better, you defend better, you, you know, in an attacking sense off the ball, in a defensive sense off the ball, in terms of better maturity, you do a lot better. You control games, you score a lot more goals, you can see a lot less, you're a lot less naive. So... I wouldn't say, you know, and obviously the technical players we have is good, big up art. But yeah, for you lot, that's something new. If not, it is what it is. Um, what is the yellow card limit in the Premier League and who is closest to a ban? As you can see, Mr. Gabby Jesus scrolling all the way down, people. How many yellow cards does a player need in the Prem for a ban? According to PL rules, any player earning five bookings from their side's first 19 PL games, as I told you, will serve a one-match ban in the same competition. Therefore, yellow cards are not carried over to the League Cup or the FA Cup. Players who accumulate 10 yellows in Premier League matches up to and including their team's 32nd fixture will serve a two-match suspension in the comp, people. Fulham's Paul, uh, Paulina is up there. And then obviously, Eset to obviously be in trouble. There are six players who are in a precarious position of being on four yellow cards during the international break. As we all know, Gabriel Jesus, Ruben Neves, Anthony Gordon, Scott McTominay, Adam Smith of Bournemouth, and Ken Kenny Tete of Fulham. So it could get long. Obviously, we're, we're taking that risk every day with Jesus. He might miss, he might miss Liverpool, he might miss Leeds, if anything. Oh, do you really want him to miss Leeds away? Probably not, but. You don't want him to miss a single game, man. But yeah, if Jesus does pick up a caution and is suspended for the fixture against Liverpool, it would be a serious dent to Mikel Arteta's hopes. I mean, injury suspensions, this is what comes with the territory, really and truly. 
So, yeah, and I mean, I can't, you can't really be surprised. You know, Jesus makes a lot of tactical fouls, as does Ruben Neves. Scott McTominay is just a cunt, so he does that. Anthony Gordon, another little prick as well. So, he's part of my language. So, you can imagine him being there. Adam Smith, a defender at Bournemouth, you're going to make a lot of fouls in it. Kenny Tete, Fulham have just been promoted. You're going to make a lot of fouls in it. Who else is near this? Uh, Bobby Reed, big up Bobby Reed, the best best striker in the league, the Jamaican international. Maguire's there, but Maguire's not playing. He don't have to worry about nothing. The lot's up there for United fans. Reese James and Havertz also flirting with such. Joe Linton and Fabio Saar as well. Joe Warrell and Scott McKenna. McAllister, Aaron Hickey, Jacob Ramsey of Aston Villa are all, you know, with that. You know, again, Fulham, you know, are top of the disciplinary list. They've got 21 yellow cards this season. After them, Man United and Fulham are the teams to have the most bookings with 20. Liverpool and City have the cleanest discipline records, which is a bit mad. And maybe that City tax has kind of left Jesus now where we're at now. Which clubs have been booked the most historically? Leeds. And obviously, that's a central part to Bielsa's play. Obviously, if you make tactical fouls, then, then this comes with the territory. It's like selling drugs and expecting not to get arrested. It happens, like, not the best of examples, forgive me, but yeah. Anyways, on a rather serious note, again, Rich Arlison, you know, was subjected to racial abuse um, after he scored against Tunisia. Bananas are thrown. Nothing's going to get done about racism. You, We all know any decent human being can, you know, at this point, it's boring now. It's not even boring. It's, 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 it's necessary to discuss, but... What you're almost lost for words now, really. You're lost for words. You know, Richarlison doing his little kick-ups is gonna make more noise than than eradicating racism. It's crazy, but yeah. Mikel Arteta handed seven man Arsenal injury crisis ahead of North London Derby, says it here, people. We all know Smith Rowe and El Nene are out. We all know it's touch and go where we're confident about Partey, Odegaard, and Zinchenko, but it's touch and go where all of these guys are concerned, people. So I think we already knew that, man. And Mikel Arteta should be giving his press conference tomorrow. So we will know exactly as much as he wants. Newcastle, hey, move, man. Newcastle are preparing 50 million bid to sign Mudrick with Magpies looking to see off competition from Arsenal. Again, he has said he dreams of the Premier League. He's talked up a move to Arsenal. He typed in his name. He's linked with Arsenal, Brentford, Everton. I actually saw United today, Liverpool, City, Sevilla. Romano said there's 14, 15 European clubs as they should looking at him. It is well, it is 21 years of age. I think 50 million is a bit excessive, but does it look excessive now or in the future? It looks like pennies. I do think a lot of people have become experts, and there's nothing wrong with wanting him to, you know. I'm just, well, I, I you want him or not, every club is probably just going to be scouting him really just to see if he's levels. Um, but yeah, looks a half decent, looks a half decent player. But apart from that, I don't know. As I was saying, everybody's become an expert on Ukrainian football and Shakhtar the next and Mudrik, which is cool if you're watching that. But I don't know his weaknesses. What's his weaknesses? At 21 years of age, I know you're not the finished article. So what is his weaknesses? Many people in arts that can't tell me. So how's he going to get better? And I don't know if we're going to spend 50 million for argument's sake, if that was enough to get him in January without addressing midfield. I don't know, really and truly. He looks decent, but calm. Newcastle are reportedly preparing a fifty million pound bid for him once the January window opens. And again, like you've seen with 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 Newcastle, they bidded for players. You know, they bidded for a Hellerman, but they haven't necessarily got them in it. So I'm not too sure. He does look elements of being raw, but he did play well against Real Madrid last year. And he's done all right in the two Champions League games, really, people. So, yeah, he's been linked with Newcastle. But as you've seen with him, maybe him, with Madison, with a lot of people Newcastle are bidding for, bidding's not the problem. The players have got to want to go there. 
So we'll have to see, man. Everyone just seems an expert. And again, if you haven't known it, I must admit, I'm tired of hearing about this guy, really. You know, if you want to sign, sign. If you want to sign him, sign him. If not, keep it moving. I do dream of the Premier League. I think every guy dreams about the Premier League. Arsenal is a very good team with a very good coach. I like the way they play. Yes, it would be hard to say no from my side. I can't say no, but the transfer is not only my decision and my word. In the winter, we will see there was a lot of discussion about the transfer and the collapse of the deal. Who wants me? But it's normal. I'm in Shakhtar and I want to play in this team. And he did give some good comments about how he looks at Ronaldo, how he always wants to improve and, and, and things like that, people. I love this team and I love every guy in this team. Shakhtar for me is now my home. But for me, it is very important that all my thoughts are about Shakhtar. But in the winter, we will see. And obviously, uh, you know, the director of Shakhtar has said after Vinicius and Mbappe, he's the best young tug about. So it is what it is. Douglas Louise attacks an old disrespectful TV host in Brazil for posting a video object to find his girlfriend. But, you know, we're just going to keep this football. Nothing to do with me, but we don't condone that. He's highly rated. Arsenal think they, they've got a 21-year-old youngster who could yet become a star. I hope so. If not, become a star elsewhere and make us some bread, according to Fabrizio Romano. I mean, if we didn't think he could become somewhat decent in the senior game, we wouldn't have given him a new deal, really. So... What specifically has been said? Arsenal very happy with Balogun's performances this season. Low move to Reims, working out very well. Good game, plus one goal with the Young Lions um, tonight. Obviously, they play Germany. Arsenal will monitor Balogun this season as he's rated for the future. Nothing new there under the sun, really and truly. You know, nothing new. Good for him, scoring 34 out of 56 for the under-23s. That don't mean much. I wouldn't quite say his Middlesbrough loan didn't work out because it's a learning curve. I'm, I take more pride in him going on loan to Middlesbrough and not necessarily excelling then i am gonna see you playing for the youth you're stronger than everyone you're faster than everyone what am i gonna what are you gonna get out of playing the same kids middlesbrough you're out of your comfort zone in a, in a tough league in the championship where games are coming thick and fast where there's fans that don't give a crap about how special you are if anything that's added pressure you're an arsenal striker show why you should be playing at arsenal chris wilder whoever's still there or was there at the time they need to get three points or it's peak for their jobs these things make set you up you know miguel aziz at portsmouth it wasn't a long to write about but you learn certain things. Patanog, they're having good at Blackpool, at Blackpool. You know, I do think the world tells young players you're special and you can become guilty of it when you're stuck in the academy of all these clubs and you're badding them all up. It don't make, make no sense. So keep developing. He's doing all right, people. You know, keep doing what you're doing for Reims. Your general play is the most impressive thing for me. It's not amazing, but... You're moving, you know, at Middlesbrough and when you was in Arsenal's first team, he's very reactive. You're 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 a bit more proactive. You know when to drop the when to work the channels, when to just, you know, make a run so your your teammate can get in there. You're obviously getting goals, and for a while you was up there with Mbappe and Demande in, in the French top league, which is also good. He's 21 in it. So keep doing what you're doing. You're at the right, you're doing the right things, you're at the right stage where you're supposed to be. Keep developing. Either Arsenal get a good first team player or he gets sold on, man. Exactly, G1. You know, DRB rejected them again. So it all depends. They're at that stage at City where they need that first sort of Rubinho. You know, so remember City were buying duds and then Rubinho came in and then the other lit duns came in. Newcastle probably just need that first guy to say yes. So, yeah, that's Balogun. David Seaman tells tells Arsenal Trio to revive careers by following Saliba example. I bet you he talks about Maitland-Niles and Maitland-Niles has to get in the Southampton squad, let alone that. You never know. Yes, they've got a future here because they should come back as better players because they're playing more. 
I mean, I would love for players to come back and be like a new signing. You know, Tavares, if you can come back better defensively, which I haven't seen yet um, at Marseille and become a decent left back, then why not? If not, turn that 8 million into 20 odd million, sell on clause. Let's keep it moving. Smash the like button, people. Maitland, now's your hey, Lend. I would love for you to cut a future here, but it doesn't look like you're going to get an opportunity at right back or in midfield or warrant that necessarily. Admittedly, I don't know the third player. He said Nicolas Pepe. That's gone, my bro. It's gone. You never know, but he's contracted until 2024. Same as Saliba, Martinelli and Saka. You've heard contract talks around all three. What have you heard over Pepe? Maybe they'll let him even walk because, again, we've already taken an L on the 70-odd million, you know. They might just say, you know, you can leave for free, but you free up the wages. It weren't our mistake like that. He came in in the past regime. Someone like Pepe, who came in with a massive 72 price tag and didn't get firing on all cylinders. In an imaginary, imaginary world, I'd like Pepe to come back and He's a better player and he, you know, he can kick fire his Arsenal career, but he's 27, 28, been here for a number of years now. It's over, David Seaman. You can see that there's a great player in there, but Arsenal need him to be a bit more consistent. But we've seen that at many a club, not just us. He's got ability. It's just all the other stuff, really and truly. Oh, yeah, they have got Isaac. Yeah, but it's not exactly Robinho, is it? His football's, you look at Robinho's stature in football, you know, who Robinho was at the time. Isaac's not that. Gamares isn't that. They're lit players, but they're not that. For the others, it's a chance of getting some game time, more experience and more confident. They should use the loan spells as a purpose of getting back to their main club with more power to demand that they get in the first team. I hope so, but I think you're dream chasing. You know, maybe to, even though Tavares said, yeah, I want to stay. I want I wish there was a buy option in the Marseille contract. Why not? We've got Gabriel Jesus, who is a proven player. That's the beauty of signing him. We went out and got a proven player, someone who's played in the league and knows what it's all about. Zinchenko is exactly the same. These guys are used to winning trophies. Might have to forgive that here. In Fabio Vieira, we've got a guy who's developing really well. The fourth one, even though he's not really a signing, is Saliba. It's incredible what he's been doing. Saliba has really shocked me because it just shows you how going out on loan works. Careful. People said, oh, I didn't know what he's talking about in relation to Saliba and Martinelli. He's been on, out on loan for a few seasons. Got really good experience. And when you watch him now, you think he must be about 27 because he looks so confident. Pick him up, man. So, yeah, it is what it is in that regard. Moving away from that. Arsenal make contact over 17 January, 17 million January transfer after Aston Villa decision. Oh, this is about this is about Limstrong. Um, what's the correlation between a centre mid and this winger? Anyways, you know, we've been linked with Limstrong. We've been talking about him all week, really. It's long now, man. Apparently, a lot of people at Barcelona like Yuri Telemans a lot, especially because he'll be a free agent in 2023. And you saw that with their additions of Kessier and Christensen. They're open to that. So, yeah, I mean, he's going to have a lot of competition. United, Arsenal and Liverpool revive Marco Essential News as Real Madrid draw up plan. They're apparently planning for life without him. But you can see rumours online, which I haven't got to hand right now, that he wants a new deal at Madrid. And he's going to want a lot of money, which I don't know if it's worth it to any three of the clubs. On ability, 100% he could play. Pardon me, but apparently they're preparing for the players' exit and are not concerned about it as they'll replace him with Brian Diaz, who's currently at uh, AC Milan. As you know, Essential's deal is running down and he can agree moves abroad. <laughs> Pardon me, in January for free. So make of that what you will, but it's very easy to link these guys with us, really and truly. Bad news for Bellerin. Apparently, he's set to undergo tests on a leg injury and he'll be out for a minute, people. So yeah, Bellerin's life at Barca, his return home to Barca ain't quite really been what hope. Gabriel's this has turned Arsenal into title contenders. Man, shut up. I heard you lot said that apparently FIFA 2023 hasn't been nice to Arteta. Oh, my word. 
big, big millions spent developing these games, and this is what you draw from Mikel Arteta. Well, going for the AI and the face scanning and that. That's crazy. Nah, this is Toby. Nah, they're playing it. Ben White, they're not even trying. They're not even trying. Well, Congo ain't really done nothing in the game, too. You can get away with that. But you lot are playing it. What kind of faces is that? Again, as we spoke about loan spells, it, it's all about learning. You know, it's not really working out for Marcelo Flores right now, and he might get recalled really and truly. It's not really the loan that was going to keep your fake Mexico World, World Cup um, dreams alive really and truly. But in January, not just him, we're going to have to revisit a number of situations. I would say Omar Rekic and you probably need to get recalled if things don't change. When at the flip scale, Balogun and Austin Tusty over there at Birmingham and having very good loan spells. This is all a development, but, you know, he started just two matches and played 45 minutes in their last four games. We've got to remember that the club he's on loan, they have to win games. Their manager has to win games. They've got a player on loan, but we can't just develop players for the sake of it because it doesn't help them. So, yeah, he could be recalled. It's a learning curve for the young man. Hopefully, he, you know, he can get in the first team lineup. If not, recall, send him somewhere else, people. Is what it is. The owners of Arsenal and Liverpool have now joined Chelsea in looking and establishing a multi-club network pioneered by City's owners. I'm all for that because you can spare, you can share, sorry, expertise. We can maybe get around work permits. We can give work experience to potential uh, scouts and coaching staff and all these things. We can share knowledge of developing players and just local knowledge of these countries. We increase our global footprint. We might be able to get around work permits and bringing in in-house talent. We might be able to secure talent from, from, from these clubs. There's many reasons as to why we should be doing this, people. And you did hear, once again, you did hear in the summer, Eddie was trying to build relationships with clubs. Maybe he was told to put the word out from Kronke. And it's a natural progression. You look at City, they've got clubs in all, over, all four corners of the world. You know, Spain, France, Italy, America, Australia. <sighs> More than we could, we'd be here all day if we just looked at City. Manchester City is technically part of the City group, even as well. Uh, Liverpool, John Henry is looking at that. You know, if Chelsea, if Chelsea, Liverpool, and Arsenal are looking at it, and I look between the lines, and it's an American, that's an American thing. So they're all American. What is tipped the balance for that? And it further tells you that Kronke is here to stay for the long term, really, and 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 things like that. And who knows? You know, similar. There might be someone that we earmarked to replace Mikel Arteta one day in, a, in an imaginary world. And we've got these affiliate clubs. We might say, go and be like Vieira when, and, and he's not, not replaced to Pep, obviously, but Vieira when and managed in America, he could say, go and manage over there. Who knows, man? There's, there's many possibilities, but we'd have to see what's going on. Kronke is understood to have explored the possibility of acquiring clubs in Brazil, Belgium, and Portugal. Brazil, First option, Belgium, we can get around work permits. Portugal would be lit because Benfica, I don't know if it'd be the top division, but Benfica always able, you know, Benfica and Shakhtar in Ukraine and other clubs, you know, they're able to clean up some of these emerging talents. You've seen it several occasions, people. Di Maria, there's bare names in it. We'll be here all the time, innit? While Arsenal sources have played down any immediate plans, they are believed to want to develop their existing links with the South American country in particular. Of course, bro, Edu is there, Brazilian influence. We've got Martinelli. Hopefully Marquinhos can, can be Martinelli 2.0. If not, 3 million, turn that into 30 or 13, make money, keep flipping. We keep moving. So I'm all for that. But again, we can have expertise with Brazil, but we need that intermediate step. We know work permits go against us. We've had that before when we had Samuel Galindo of Bolivia, Wellington Silva, who was from Arsenal, Pedro Buffello, who was from who was at Arsenal, Carlos Velo, who had to go on a couple of loan spells in, in Spain. You know, and obviously that's not South America, but you get the point. I'm all for this, but yeah, man. 
I mean, he can't buy Watford. They're part of a group themselves. They're part of the whole Udinese, Watford and a couple of other clubs. They're man, they're money man as well. But yeah, that's what you hear from Kronke. We all for that. Why not? Any other news? Doesn't appear. It's been I right, big up to you lot, man, because it's been a big arc. It's been a very big arc this international break, man. In terms of in terms of content, and appreciate you lot with your talking points, with your engagement, with all of that good stuff. Ninety one likes. Can we clear that out? Clean that, people. Uh, Arsenal newsroom. What are you saying? Ah, where's that account? Big up for me. Where's that account? Don whatever. It's a myth. But anyways, there's that. Saka has been told to leave Arsenal and join City by David James. I mean, I couldn't begrudge him for joining City, you know, but the expectation would be, you know, you're going to have to bag a lot of chances. You know, one thing at Arsenal, everything's kind of cool. You're going to actually have to play a lot better, Saka. Not that you're not playing good now, but it's different. I couldn't begrudge you for wanting to join the best team in the league to play Champions League football. Arteta's a madman, as Saka says, but Pep's an even madder man. So couldn't begrudge you for doing that. Hopefully we tie the man down. I don't really care. I don't even know. I, I, I don't care enough, really. To, to If he leaves, leave in it. This is the territory we're with, but that's not it with Saka. Does anyone really give a flying monkeys what, what, what David James has to say? I don't think so. Ajax and Arsenal are playing and I actually need to... Well, we're away from home. I need to... Ajax and Arsenal, I need to flip that around. You know, but we're playing today, people. I'll be doing a watch-along for it. As you can see, it's in the wrong place, the, the title of the two teams, but... We'll, flip, we'll change that after this. Make sure you've set your reminders. Even if you can't be there, hit the like button. Every like button boosts the engagement, people. And it gets us closer to 50,000. But, yeah, staying on task. That was just me. Once again, it's time to vote for Arsenal's September Player of the Month, people. Who would I give it to? i say Xhaka, you know. Gabby Jesus could get that. You know, it could be back-to-back -back one. Saka's been quite... Lit. You know what? Saka could get agendas. Fabio Vieira scored a screamer, forcing it a bit, I feel. I'd say Xhaka. Xhaka or Saka. I'd probably give it Xhaka, to be fair with you. Hayland agenda, Saka. But, yeah, that's not got any relevance. Again, big up Arsenal. A, lot, a major reason as to why a lot of us... Black players that were there. Shout out all the others, but you get it. Like football is about life is about seeing like people identifiable with, and you know we were wavy. We had wavy people of all different nationalities, but we had young, we had black and fly players, man. You know from all over, really. And I remember when Henri did this did for the West Indies celebration on this day in 02, Arsenal became the first English team to field nine black players in the starting eleven in their four-one win over Leeds United. Big up Canoe as well, Colo, Lauren, Soul. Ashley Cole, Gilberto, Will Tord, Vieira, one of my heroes, and TT. Crazy. Arsenal's 4-1 win to, uh, away to Leeds United on this day in 2 meant the club had scored in 47 consecutive games. Nostalgic. A new record. Gone 22 away league games without a defeat. A new record. And we equaled Man United's Prem total of 29 matches unbeaten. I remember when Wenger used to have a better head-to-head -head against Ferguson. You know, the glory days, nostalgic, man. When we used to be called a glory hunter for supporting Arsenal. Could you imagine? 22 away games in today's day and age for us. Good old days, but things don't last forever. Hopefully there could be more memories and them thing there. But for now, a myth. Thierry said, Arsenal always has been the club of the people, the streets. Arsenal was one of the first clubs to really have black players. So it did represent the mass of the UK and how London is. I hope people at the club know that and who they are playing for. Two of my heroes here. Well, Lynn. 
But yeah, man, that's looking like it's it. People, once again, we're doing up that. So, yeah, man, in relation to any other news, that's it, really. You know, I'll spin the block for you lot and see what's being said. But it appears that that is that, folks. Let's see exactly what it is. Oh, man, lie to us, man. Link us with Milinkovic Savage again or something. Uh, bit of Balligan stuff. When did this come out? Past hour. Let's change that. Nothing new, really, people. But yeah, again, I don't think this is anything new under the sun on Balligan. But scrolling all the way down, you know, his loan spell has gone as has been well. He's scoring goals. He's looking better. Apparently, this French outlet explains that despite his performances, the player is still a bit tender to impose himself at the Emirates, where the manager is keeping a very attentive eye on performances of the New York native. Of course, he don't look ready to play week in, week out for Arsenal. I'll be honest, I've seen that for England under 21. It doesn't mean he can't be in the mix, but yeah. Apparently, they say an extension by a season of loan is currently being studied, which would only take place if Reims were to ensure their status in Liga. You know, I would probably prefer him to go to a Prem team if they're going to play him week in, week out, but... Yeah, man, if he could, if he wants to stay, why not, man? So, yeah, that's that with Balogun and anyone else. I've been airing you lot, people. Don't think I've forgot about you lot. Don't worry, I'll just get him through all of that. For extra live streams and videos, subscribe to me on YouTube and Twitch. Make sure you're following on uh, Spotify and Apple Music, MP3 settings. And make sure you're checking out the playlist and the timestamps on my channel. Well, playlists in the playlist section and the rest of it you know obviously description for the others arsenal i loved in africa like all over the world i was 12 in 02 in school the only arsenal fans surrounded by united and liverpool fans could hold my head high those were the days they were the days mate dg any chance arteta will vary tactics and use a low block against spuds they're pretty poor when you use their tactics against them we learned that from their game over there last season at their place hopefully we learn that but i don't know man Big up Josh, man. Safe. Create it does create more opportunities. Affiliate club. Shout out Marcel. Big up DG. Smash the likes, the likes up people, and also get my guy to fifty thousand. He's almost there. My guy deserves it. Work ethic insane. Appreciate that, man. Only because I'm blessed with you lot supporting the thing. Ainsley Maitland, Nelson, Pepe, Shippers, Seld. I'll never rule out anyone because things can change, people. But yeah, I agree with you. It's done, man. Definitely Pepe. To think it's done. We need an eight. A six or an eight, not another winger. We have Smith Rowe, remember? Or we might just need both. But I do agree with you. I'd rather adjust the midfield. I like how Arsenal is doing against Brentford, but got to do it against the big clubs. The problem is, at times in transition and in defending, mistakes have happened. Also, when in attack, sometimes don't pass the ball quick enough or shoot when you could do. But we're getting better. Arsenal need... Business, I think you mean, mean we need to do business in the winter window. Midfield does need addressing, potentially another winger, but it's easier said than done. Mitrovic is doing quite well. You know, shout out Mitrovic. Be, his sort of skill set would be perfect in the squad necessarily. Someone that's a striker that's a bit different. And I like strikers that are problems. Like, obviously, you can be a problem just by being a danger man, but you look at Mitrovic, Diego Costa, Kane does it and gets away with it a lot. You know, strikers that are going to back up into their defenders and do them little things and pull ears and just be a, a, a devil to play against. I do think it, it would be lit having one of them in our team. Intimidation settings. Football's a way more psychological game than 
a lot of people seem to care for, but it is what it is regarding that. I probably am going to go live on Twitch. What's the time now? Maybe like 2.30 to 3.30. You know, by 3.30, I'll be live. I think we'll just watch the Nations League highlights pre-YouTube and that. Oh, yeah, man. DJ, as we say in Jamaica, you are the dongle. Then keep up the good work. You know, for life. Appreciate that. Shout out my JA Tugs, man. And just because for national pride and that. Green screen is gonna shake you lot, but yeah, man. Big up you lot, man. Shout out you lot. Sergi Milinkovic Savic is the stud we need. Play alongside Partey and wouldn't have such a drop if part if Partey gets injured. Ah, uh, appreciate, appreciate, appreciate that, my guy. But Malik, I do think not necessarily you, Colin, but I do think people. Sorry for hitting the mic there, folks. People have painted Milinkovic Savic to a player. He's not. He's almost like a white Pogba, if that makes sense. So I'm not too sure if he's the pivot man, but he definitely would give us a lot. Serbian mentality, lovely technician, physical qualities as well. But yeah, I don't think he's as good as the, I don't think he's an all action midfielder like that. Love to be proven wrong. I'm not the most knowledgeable on such, but yeah. Thanks for supporting the live, mate. Without you lot, what's the point of being here? There is no point. Don't forget, people. Arsenal women against Ajax today. In fact, let me change that now. That's bugging me out, man. Streamyard. Swap that around. You mean Ajax? Switch that up. There we have that. Oh, no. sorry, folks. Technical difficulties of such. But let me flip that around. That should be all good. And then if I spin this now, come on, StreamYard. Hey. What if I hang on? Have you not got my my at in the in the in the title? Not fair enough. What it says it's there. Savage complete midfielder. Complete. Complete. Very good, but complete. I'm not too sure on that. Shout stylish. What's this? Better be nothing bookie. What's this player similar to Rodri? Brozovic would be lit too. Shemaini, we can't get. That Pogiba guy looks decent. Would have loved Fabian Ruiz. It's not possible. Well, yeah, that's a good little article there, man. Shout out you for that. You just made my lunch break, mate. Big up yourself, fire. Big up, DG. Just hope too much of our key players aren't missing for Saturday's game. We need this win. What's your score prediction for the North London derby? I don't like predictions, man. I don't know. I don't know. If we just got to work really hard. I don't know. I hope we win. I think it's going to be a draw. I don't want Spurs to win. Take off, Make of that what you will. To stay up to date with DJ when he goes live, follow him on Twitter. Appreciative to that. Bro, you don't apologise for missing stuff. You've got your own life to live. The beautiful thing about Twitch for a period and YouTube is that this content's always there. And we've got timestamps. So make sure you're checking out these damn timestamps as well, people. Yeah, man, appreciate you. You're normally here. Don't feel any sort of way. It's nice when you. I know you lot are busy because it means you lot are obviously where your goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions and aspirations are, are concerned. You're doing your thing. 
So, yeah, it is what it is. 2-1 Arsenal. Alfie, I hope you're right. We need someone like Telemans that will assist Jesus and Saka. Bring them. There are whole breakdown videos showing him demonstrating every aspect of midfield play. Check him out. I mean, obviously, if you're a midfielder, you're going to have to defend. You're going to have to pass the ball forward. You know, I'm not being funny. You know, I'm not saying he isn't, but I would complete midfielder. Complete is a prime Javi and people like that. Complete midfielder. Are we listening to what we're saying? Complete. Or are we just talking? Breakdown videos where you can manipulate things on 90 minutes. Very good midfielder, but complete. If he is a complete midfielder, you'd probably be at Madrid in these clubs by now, away from your price tags. Very good midfielder, but complete. Complete? Don't think so. Could become complete, why not? Ray and Neff shots on the stream when that 50k touchdown. Hey, who am I to say no? An excuse to drink, Ray. Hey, W and N, because they don't sponsor us. W and N. Why not? Appreciate that in a circle. I think the mandem will be up for it 3 0 to the Arsenal. The fans will be doing their thing, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Spurs are very good on the counter. They've got a very good team. Conte's going to want to win. Could go either way, but this is why we're in the Premier League, man. I will be doing a watch-along for Arsenal versus Spurs. We kick off at 12.30 UK time, so I'll be live on Saturday at 11.30. Uh, it's Manchester Derby the day after. Half an hour before kickoff, I'll go live for that as well, man. <laughs> man said, DG, you need a PA to do your timestamps. Once you hit 50k, the budget will be there. Maybe 100. Maybe 100. YouTube and Twitch don't pay that, man. Agree to disagree. Just the level of, of performance we're differing on. I hear that. I don't think it's that. Because is he a, is he a, is he completing all the defensive metrics of a defendant of a def, of a midfielder? No. Is he completing an attacking sense? No. Very good, but complete. I don't. It's, is there a single complete midfielder in the in the current day? I would say Verratti. For me, there's probably others. I think Pedri could be that one day. But I wouldn't say complete. But yeah, man, agree to disagree. We've been big up yourself in a circle. What a name. We've been doing well at set pieces and they're a bit fugazi at defending them from what I've seen. But their last 15 minutes FC and these little scumbags, and you got to remember, we're paying 30. We're, it's not it's not 11 versus 11 against Spurs. It's 11 against 13. <laughs> you know, we're playing VAR. You know Son and Kane are going to do the Tom Daly thing. You know they're going to come in and try to kick us from pillar to post. But this is the Prem, man. We've been seeing it. And I'm going to say this. I'm an Arsenal fan, aren't I? So it, it is what it is, people, but. Yeah, man, we've been here for 20 an hour and 25 minutes. Barella could be, don't think he's there yet. Would love him at Arsenal, but he should have bought him when he was at Keller Higri. But with that being said, though, people, no point wasting any more of your time. I appreciate all the talking points, I appreciate you lot going through the latest news with me and all of those things. Again, I'm live, uh, I believe 5 30 for Arsenal's ladies against Ajax. I will be live on Twitch this afternoon. We'll just probably watch some videos on YouTube, um, and things like that. Uh, yeah, man, we, I don't think there's time to play football manager, but I think my FM heads on Twitch, you have to allow me because I've put in a shift with FM in the last few days, like yesterday and that. So, yeah, man, I'm going to go have some lunch, cut up some of these clips, upload them to YouTube so that, you know, they can be uploaded at a later date. And, yeah, man, I hope you lot wear your goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions, aspirations, all of that stuff is all going great. As usual, appreciative. Please make sure you're smashing the like button, you're subscribing, you know, and all of those things. If you've got any comments that have evaded, please make sure you comment them in the comment section after. Most importantly, stay blessed, stay safe, stay pursuing your goals. Appreciate it. Appreciative and appreciate you lot's support. I'm out, though. <laughs> I've been given, like... <laughs>
One second, people. Sorry, 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 sorry. Breakdown, breakdown, breakdown. Just, I've just seen this on my timeline. Uh, I don't know if it's anything, but it may be obvious. But just quickly, quickly, sorry, people. Sorry, sorry. Arsenal have received positive news on Kieran fitness ahead of the North London derby with Tottenham on Saturday and remain hopeful that Thomas Partey, Zinchenko and Tomiyasu could all be available. Football that London understands people. So, yeah, we never miss a beat. Really never miss a beat for you, Lord. Aspire to. So let's hope that is the case, people. Let's just click on this very quickly, very quickly. So, yeah, just echoing the same. Martin Odegaard should be fit to play in the derby, obviously, after he played um, in both of Norway's Nation League games against Slovenia and Serbia. Allegedly, Reese Nelson is back in training um, and he might be able to be involved. As you know, El Nene's a myth. He's set to be out until January. So, yeah, man, we're back again. We're back again. Now I'm really gone. I'm really gone. You lot stay blessed. Stay safe. Have a good Wednesday. Have a great week. Hope you and your loved ones stay in good health. Appreciative of all the support you give me on Twitch and YouTube. Make sure you're checking out the descriptions and following the necessary platforms. You're checking the timestamps. You're checking the playlist for any video streams, cut clips, uh, collaborative pieces. Anything you miss is there, in it? For real, I'm gone now. Safe. <laughs>